it's a mean age. But it is going to be a beautiful future as long as we don't f*** it up. I'm Brian McWilliams, and this is Mean Age Daydream, where I bring you unfiltered comedy, criticism, philosophy, and politics with a Mean Age Daydream. What is happening, everybody out there? Gentlemen, gentle ladies, gentle transes, animals of the kingdom. Did he freeze? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Internet. Oh, am I, am I back? You're back. You're back. Okay, there you, there you go. I should set right now. I, 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 it's like right as the intro. I should yeah. set right now to do local, local recordings. Oh, no, I can't do local recordings when live. Well, that's fucking great. Well, anyway, hopefully the internet doesn't shit out. It says I have full bars here, but well, anyway, uh, welcome punk rock libertarians. It is a libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor episode of the Lions of Liberty podcast. I am here, Brian McWilliams. John Odermatt is having an internet issue. Ironically, I did too. And uh, we're going to start without him, but... I want to welcome back uh, some of my favorite people. Really love t- hanging out with these guys. If you don't know them, Otto, of course, the uh, one of the three punk rock liberty guys. Say what up, Otto? What's going on? What are you drinking, man? Oh, it's been rough. I I thought for sure I had this bottle of Woodford Reserve up in my cabinet. I was like, oh, just I'll bring that down, crack that open before the show. And then about like fifteen minutes ago, I saw that I remember I I forgot that I was drinking from that bottle at a party recently and so i only had just a tiny bit left so i killed that and i was like i oh, sure i should have something else and i realized i didn't have anything nothing except for some except for some beers and then i realized i remember i bought a bottle of eggnog so i'm currently nice <laughs> yes <drinking eggnog>. <laughs> <laughs> yes dude i respect that so much i love eggnog costco eggnog is the best kirkland brand eggnog is number one by okay, the way, well, this is Evan Williams brand. I, Ooh, I have some nice. of that in my fridge. Also yes. good because it's <laughs> From- got the whiskey and the brandy and the mm-hmm. uh, the rum in it. Nice. Yep. Good choice. Good. Excellent. And, and we're kicking in. I mean, by the time this airs, it will officially be December, which is great because we're recording on the sure. Wednesday. So there's Otto. Jared, what up, my man? What are you drinking? Hey, what's up, man? Happy to be here. Um, I'm drinking an old fashioned um, with uh, written Rittenhouse rye in it. Nice, nice. These are these are good selections, and then of course my Philly brother Alex. What's what up, Brian? Um, I'm I'm staying true to our roots, man. Drinking a Yingling Black and Tan. Oh, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Nice. There's a rumor Yingling will be coming to the West Coast, but I haven't been able to get it yet, which really pisses me the fuck off. Oh, man, but that'd be great. Oh, man, I just don't understand it. Goddamn, you know, smoking the bandit rules still in play with the Yingling <laughs> can't cross state lines. But we it. are here. We are drinking. And we were kind of shit. You know, I'll, I'll just I'll launch into this topic uh, just because we were just I was just bringing it up. But so Strange World, right? There's this movie coming out and or it's already out that they're saying it's going to be like the biggest bomb Disney's ever made in the history of bombs. Like it's it's they think it's going to lose something like two hundred million dollars. It wow. debuted. They said at all cost $360 million, right? Is what it cost to make this movie with all the marketing, all that shit. It made 11 million on opening the opening week uh, oh, over shit. Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. yeah. Not great. What is it but, about? Well, Oh yes. I did see the preview for this. It looks like shit. Yeah. It looks like shit. And it's got, it's basically like, I don't know, some strange gelatinous world, but I pulled because they're saying, like, look, this is it was progressive and people didn't want to see it because it was just a bunch of progressive shit. So mm. I polled 
a quote from the rap. This is from a story with the people that made the movie in the rap. And this might give you an idea of why the movie, why the movie failed. And I'll just read this. It's like three, three quick paragraphs. So this is them bragging to this publication, the rap. One of the movie's biggest surprises is how open-hearted and how progressive too. There's the environmental aspect, of course, which makes direct parallels to our world in wonderful, forceful ways. (laughs) There's also the key aspect of inclusion. Years after Froza's Elsa became LGBTQ plus icon without any explicit reference in the actual movie, even in the sequel, yada, 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 Disney is introducing a really for real queer character in Ethan. Not only does he have a a romantic relationship with another male character, but none of the other characters judge him, even though the movie has nebulous setting that seems to be in the fairly distant past. I mean, this is the quote. I mean, we just wanted to put on screen an LGBTQ plus character that is loved and accepted and a hero of the story. And it started and ended there. That's what we wanted to do. We love Ethan and we think audiences are going to love Ethan too. So they did not. They did not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, What are you guys' thoughts on this? Because there's nothing wrong explicitly with LGBTQ characters, right? Or should they be? But what are your thoughts on them kind of forcing the issue? We're talking about strange world, Odie. I've got a lot of problems with the LGBTQ community. (laughs) (laughs) Who who, who are they? You're going to have to leave. We're not taking turns. Just start yelling and whoever gets to yell. Whoever yells loudest gets to talk. I mean, does, you know, it it comes down to does the movie have a good story? If it doesn't have a good story, it doesn't matter if the characters are gay, straight, black, white, alien, you know, if it's not a good story, then it's, it's going to bomb. And I think as stupid as audiences are, like, I think they're still not that stupid to just put up with like a shit, a shit story, you know? Yeah. I mean, it would be funny if the gay character, you know, encountered like a some jelly creature that just had like the jiggle jiggle of like some tits and ass. And he's like, you know what? This jelly creature just turned me straight. And then they turned Strange World into like the most successful Christian, uh, uh, you know, what do they call it? Uh, not concentration veggie, camp. Veggie tales? No. I was like, going to say the veggie the tales one, come out like, yes. A, a Christian <laughs> concentration camp. The, yeah, the, what where they change oh, them from gay to straight, right? They're, they're like, that's what Strange World becomes, the most successful conversion, conversion, conversion therapy. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're like, look at that jiggle, boys. Look at that jelly jiggling. You know. So, so anyway, all right. So there's, there's Jared's take. Who wants to go next? Thoughts? I was saying he becomes Milo now. Is that Miley? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Milo doesn't lives. even look the same anymore. He looks like a no. totally different person. Did he gain weight? Did he, did he once yeah. he was out of the spotlight? Did he just be like, fuck it, I'm just eating yodels every day and watching football? It happens to the best of us, all right. <laughs> you should have seen Otto before uh back when he was a a fay a fay gay uh firebrand before he got removed from social media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's funny to mention that because I was just looking back at my wedding photos today because today is my sixth is my yeah 16th wedding anniversary. Congrats, man. I'm here. I'm I'm glad you're celebrating by being on a podcast instead of taking your your wife out to dinner. (laughs) That's a good gift, though. Think of the gift he's giving her. He's like, guess what, honey? Tonight you don't have to have sex with me. I'm going to be on a podcast. She's like, thank you. (laughs) Tears. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding because she actually has work today, so she works overnight. So she's a nurse. Uh, yeah, uh, so okay. I was like, I'll be there. Nice. <laughs> well, we're glad you are. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I I kind of agree with with J- what Jared's saying there. You have to have a good story, and like a lot of that stuff will just kind of be background, and you won't even notice it if it's such a good story. You look at Andor. Andor um, series just ended uh, the first season, 
I thought it was phenomenal. I loved it. Really interesting. I, I've, yeah, heard it was, I've heard it's really good. It's one it of was, the best things uh, Star Wars has put out since The Mandalorian first season. It wasn't like but, crazy anti anti Trump shit because yeah, like the creator said it's it's supposed to be like a repudiation on the Trump worldview or something like that. Like I haven't watched it, just haven't had time. Pro- but it's, if if it is, it's projection on what they think Trump is, but it's actually who they are, mm. and that's uh. it's it, you can connect with it as like a libertarian, anyone you know, anarchist. You can relate to a lot of the things that take place in this, and it does have. There are two. Um, there's a gay couple in there, but it it doesn't overshadow the story right. because the story is just so it's it's just really good so it doesn't even overshadow it and you just forget about it at half the time um and i feel like this kind of was just a way to check this this new we were talking about it was like it was a way for disney to check a box and say hey guys we checked the box and we yeah. didn't really care about anything else and it, they're, they're they're paying for it yeah yeah, yeah Alex, any thoughts yeah. oh yeah no i agree um same thing like i'm i count on you for the pop culture brian uh, cause you, you like, <laughs> too. yeah, you don't step- count on <laughs> Like you're out there in the front lines watching the wokest worst shit. <laughs> so, but I, I actually, I'm planning on doing a, an episode on watching all the new Christmas crap that's come out and, oh uh, and, and trying to see if it's, if it's extra woke or not. I'll let you know. Mm, I'm, I'll be I'm the sure canary in the coal mine. Dude, I don't know. I, alert, I wonder- Christmas story. Christmas is really good. There's, it's, is it? What? It's not I'm woke. So- at all watch it i mean i'm telling you the wokeness though man i'm just scared to watch it because i know i i love the original so much like it's gonna hurt me yeah if it's not amazing the beginning part of it will throw you off because it takes place in uh literally 33 christmases later so it's in 1973 and it'll take you out of of course is a transgender very aggressive (laughs) school teacher no i didn't say 2023 i said 1973 (laughs) but if you watch it, I'm telling you, it takes you out for the first part. Of it, you're like, oh, I don't know. But then once they get, go back to Cleveland Street, it all just comes back to you. And the story just goes from there. And it's really good. Not That's anything woke about it. I will. I will give it a go for sure. I mean, yeah, I, I'm very curious to see. I just I was so scared because, you know, the original is based upon these radio plays that, uh, you know, very iconic. The way they're written, the way they're phrased and that and the voiceover actor, of course, was the actual guy that did the radio plays. So that is so tied into everything that I'm like, I don't know how they're going to pull it off. But I hope you're right, man. I, I honestly hope to God you're right. But I think to you guys point the broader point about, you know, you can have all these these gay characters. No problem. Like Game of Thrones is a good example, I think. Um, even the newer iteration, you know, they've got characters like the new iteration had a, uh, you know, House of the Dragon has a gay character in it uh, who doesn't die well, but it shouldn't, you know, good. It, it's not like, it, you know, I feel like they go out of the way to to make these characters so exceptional that you feel that you're being pandered to. You know, it's like if they're if, if they're real, if they're operating in this world, the guy's functioning, he's he's a prince, you know, he's married and he dies badly. Well, guess what? Everybody dies badly in this show. So right. equality, equity, yeah, yeah. equity. Yes, that, that reminds Thank me you. of of a movie that probably you've all seen. I think I think everyone's seen it. It's the new Buzz Lightyear movie. You guys have all seen it, right? Of course, of course, I've seen it. I have, I have a seven year old daughter. Of course, I, I, oh, I, think no. I have not. New You're Buzz the first Lightyear person movie. I know who's actually seen it, Odie. So what did you think of it? So. It was a little bit. It was controversial, right? So um, this was like right after Ron DeSantis, you know, passed the you know don't don't say gay don't bill, and they changed the edit on the Buzz Lightyear movie. At the time, they said to include a uh, a lesbian kiss, and really, like 
when you watch the whole movie, like you don't even realize that that the kiss happened. I don't want to give the movie away because it's a great movie. And you guys should all watch it. Mm. But like, there's there's a subplot of as this movie's going on and like time is speeding up and Buzz Lightyear is missing out on on the time as he's out traveling in space. That his his best friend, who's a lesbian, you know, finds her love and gets married and they raise a family, and like that's like a part of that story. And apparently they had taken the kiss out and put it back in after the Don't Say Gay bill right. passed. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't even realize. I don't know. But I mean, m- more of it was like that. Like those characters were put there, I think, for, you know, just I'm not going to say just for the reason, but to to put gay characters in the movie because that, it served no other purpose. But mm-hmm. it's not, not like it took away from the plot because um, they weren't main characters. But it was just kind of like a side thing going on just to say, yes, there's some yeah. gay people here. Not everyone here is straight. I mean, I guess the question would be how oh, – sorry, Jared. Go, go ahead, man. Oh, I didn't have anything. Uh, oh, excellent. Oh. I thought you were just talking. You're just burping? <laughs> excellent. That's no, a John Odermatt move. That's, that was his classic <laughs> maneuver on – open – Open his mouth and then say nothing. Uh, Well, I guess that's always the question, right? It's like, what's the line? How do you draw the line between like, is it necessary or not? I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, gay people are out there, trans people are out there, black people, white people are out there. What is the line where you go, okay, this is crossed from like, okay, it's organic into this is now being force fed to me to a point where I, I realize it's happening because you could argue like if you're straight, you just, you know, you don't really think about gay people that much necessarily unless you just have a shit ton of gay friends or see people that are gay walking around constantly. And there's very large portions of the population that might not have gay friends or see gay people all the time. So you just wouldn't expect to see it. So with those people thinking they're always being pandered to or always being force fed something. So how does how do you figure out where the line is? Well, what I mean, I don't know if there's like a line, but like what, what percent of the I don't even know. Like what percent yeah, of the population is gay? What is it well, like? I'm sure it's a lot higher it's, now than it used to be. <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> I, th- I think it's like maybe 5%, maybe something it like seems that. like if it's you look low. at movies, well, like probably what? Twenty. Yeah, let's get in the docs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. 25 to 50% something. of movies, you know, have gay characters in them or transgender. True. And at least, and at least uh, 50% of every commercial has uh gay gay interracial couples. Yeah. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it is kind of funny. You're like, damn, everybody with, is interracial. With a kid in a wheelchair. You gotta get, <laughs> right. gotta get everything. So, so it says three and a half. Are you percent. saying that people that have interracial marriages are producing subquality children, Odie? That's Easy. not what we support on this show. Yeah. Yeah. We do not as Lions of Liberty support that theory. Just want to be very we do clear. on punk rock libertarians, so that's fine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but just I, is that why I always wonder why you guys had a uh, a freckled black child in a wheelchair as your logo. That's a lot more sense. (laughs) Yeah, according to the according to the internet, it's saying three and a half percent of adults in the U.S. identify as lesbian, gay, or bisexual. Okay, the bi thing. That's not counting all the straight guys that are just having sex with men, um, which apparently they say that's happening on Twitter on the down low, the one offs. Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't be counted in that. Then. Well, there's yeah. this Gallup poll saying 7.1% as of 2021. But even still, this was the uh, UCLA School of Law. I don't know why School of Law cares. But 
Yeah. yeah. I, I don't trust lawyers. To, this <laughs> yeah, is a, specifically, if a lawyer is doing it, it's for a very specific outcome for a case. <laughs> right. Never trust it. But I mean, there is a lot of these kids that are identifying now as trans, as bi. You know, it's like I work with a charity that works like foster kids and they, you know, I was like, hey, do you have any stories? For, you know, it's gay pride month. Are there any kids that are gay? You know, or you want know, to talk about or any volunteers? They're like, well, we've got uh, five non-binary uh, kids it's like okay so that's what everybody goes now non-binary as soon as you hit right. a, a bump in the road you're like well it looks like a non-binary that's a way for me to be special and these are kids in like foster care or yeah that which Jesus foster is a lot they have a disproportionately higher population anyway of, of that but yeah they're uh damn hoeing, yeah. A, hoeing a hard path yeah for sure that's oh, in a hard path. There's a joke there. <laughs> 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 are, we, are, we getting, are we pivoting into legalizing of the sex trade? Is that where we're going? <laughs> well, sex work is work. That's what I've been told. Yes. It, 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 it's the hardest work. We need, we need better messages. You're not a real libertarian unless you're fully in favor of sex work. Uh, right. <laughs> said all the sips. what do you guys you guys have anything you want to bring up because like i said i have i have random shit but i this is a freewheeling conversation so what's on the top of your minds who's got something to chat about i mean shit we were struggling to come up with topics for our own show yes (laughs) last night was brutal we were just it was was a slow episode i think slow week man well i think it was just a thanksgiving weekend we're all just kind of beat and yeah after 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 football Sunday, we kind of just and then it's like, oh fuck, Monday night after a long weekend, we're all just like just kind of out of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a yeah a long hard weekend. That and but, the whole the whole Kanye thing kind of uh, yeah, oh, yeah that was let's the, talk about it that happened right during our in the middle of our podcast last night. And I was like, well, how are we how are we going to compete with this shit? I mean, I where Tim where Tim records is in is somewhere in Maryland. It's I don't know yeah, exactly where, but somewhere near Frederick, location. America. He hasn't an invited you guys on the show yet? What? No. Um, well, oh, yeah, Otto kind of yeah. had a chance to go on. I had a chance, I think. But it was slim. Through, like, the Mises Caucus shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was nice. someone Someone backed out, and I was approached with, like, hey, man, do you want us to present you because you're close? And I'm like, can't do it tonight. I can't. I, I, there was any other night I could do it, but I couldn't. Taco Bell for lunch. Sorry, Tim. Can't yeah. do it. <laughs> Blow him up. Yeah, I would do. I would love to go on there, um, especially after the shit show that happened last night. Kanye well, I, walked off. Tell after me about like it. Twenty minutes. I didn't. I didn't I've been, listen I've, to I've, it or watch it. I just kind of heard it secondhand. But yeah, me too. Uh, exactly. So tell me about could, it. Do us a, give a play by play. Um, it sounded like Tim just wasn't like allowed. Like you, he, he was saying something along the lines. I, I haven't listened to the full thing. I just listened to the clip right before he walked off, where Tim was just kind of giving him pushback about the whole they thing, and he's like, "Well, who's they?" Who's that? Mm. Say they. He's like, and he wouldn't do it. And then he just got up and walked out. And then Nick, like, why would you bring Nick Fuentes? Like, I, I don't understand that why Milo, is, why Nick Fuentes. Yeah. It was just such a dumb move. And that's, and that's what triggered. That's what triggered. Yeah. When, when he said, well, who, what do you mean? Uh, Tim was like, who do you mean they? And then Fuentes was like, but, but it is though, right? We should be able, it's they, the fucking Jews. They run everything, you know? Uh. And it's like, they goaded him. And then Tim had slight bit of pushback. And then next thing you know, Kanye's up and walking out and he's like, you're leaving. That's it. So, so did he, did he come back after that or he nah. went to McDonald's? Yeah. Cause he just questioned me. He's like, well, why can't we ask what, why is that? You know, he was goading him into, taking him down that line but yeah i guess tim was just i mean i don't know you know 
he was going to say it. Every fucking podcast is trying to correct him. So just let him fucking talk. Just let yeah. him go, like dig a dig a hole. Like, yeah, I don't know. That, well, that, stop that's inviting. when Kanye's the most entertaining. I, right. I, I think like I, I think Joe Rogan does a pretty good job with him. He's had him on yeah. at least once, maybe twice, and he just kind of just lets him go. Like you don't yeah. really interview Kanye. You just kind of sit there. Just and, let it happen. Yeah, but I doubt let Rogan would bring him back on now. <laughs> Rogan's not going to let him that kind of shit. <laughs> All right, but back well, then, he was talking about his like yeah. mega church he was starting. Yeah, you got. I like, just shared this, it in like, the chat. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. The clip let me, in the chat. Here, I'll, let me share. Oh, it. Yeah, good job. Go for it. You're the best intern I've ever had. We, we got, we got, we got the <laughs> docs here. He's, he's for sale. <laughs> I, I think, I think they've been extremely unfair to you. I think. Who is they though? We can't tell you they is can we? I'm not using the. I don't, I don't use the word as the, as the way I guess you, you guys use. I'm, I'm talking. It is about them it. though, isn't it? I mean, because <laughs> no, and, because when you think <laughs> about it, weasel. consider it. In 2018, what do you mean it's not? It, what What do I mean? Like, uh, uh, okay, so how about? Are you leaving? <laughs> there he's gone. <laughs> are you for the press? <laughs> but yeah, he's Fuentes days. Fuentes. I'll say it right now. Um, oh, hold on, let's see this. You guys, I, I, you guys want to bring that stuff up. Who's you guys? And then have we're not going to have a conversation. Like, like, who's you guys? Black people? You think he's going to come in here? <laughs> I, I, think, I think they've been extremely unfair right. to you. Interest. Okay, so cool. So that's that was the clip there in the short form. So he gets up and leaves. I, I agree. It's bizarre to bring Nick Fuentes. Like, I think, and again, I don't really know Nick Fuentes. I've never listened to Nick Fuentes. I guess he has some extreme views about the Jews and that Kanye is now a fan of. But I yeah. think that... Yeah. I mean, there is a certain thing. There is a certain um, third rail aspect. And I guess it's for most races, you know, saying, but it, it is hard not to say, okay, there are certain people that you could say have had a history in a certain industry, right? Entertainment sure. and banking. Fair enough. I think you can say that about, about the, the Jays, <laughs> them. So, I want to hear what he has to say about it. Why do you think, uh, do you, what do you think that this has led to? How has it impacted your life specifically? And you know, what, what do you want to do about it? Like that's the kind of, you want to hear where he's going with it at least, but right. to but shut it we, down flat out, just, you know, I, I mean, it's, then it's just going to lead to more conspiracy, but it doesn't sound like he shut it down. And that, no, he was just, he was like, Connie was trying long. to force him into his worldview. And Tim was just like, I call, you know, I'm referring to the corporate press. I'm not referring to the they that you are, which is the Jews. Yeah. So like I don't I don't blame Tim Pool for I don't I don't think Tim Pool was like censoring him or shutting him down. He just Tim Pool's not obligated to agree, like you're right, it's the Jews. You know? Yeah, right. but yeah. he could have just let him dig a hole. I would have just let him ride. Like, go ahead. It's like, are they in the room with us right I now? I think Connie's just kind of a baby. <laughs> Do I you mean, see them? Sad, oh, here, for but... sure. Well, I, remember, he's a very fragile genius. So, yeah, probably what he's he... upset about is that a Jewish doctor, you know, operated on his jaw after he broke it. And that's what it looks like a fucking chipmunk. And that's where this <laughs> is all coming from. It's just a, never going to get over it, man. <laughs> if it was a Greek doctor, he'd be like, fuck those motherfucking oil drinking bitches, you know, like fuck Jesus. your olive oil. Those tzatziki that might be closer to the truth <laughs> yeah. than any of us realize. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But he is such a weird guy. Something like that could have set him off. You never know. Yeah. I just think like when he starts, to, whenever like in everyone talks about like, Oh, what's this disproportionate amount of Jews in certain positions and hearing that I hear, they, I have that same reaction when I hear feminists say, Oh, men have a disproportionate amount of CEOs. Yeah. It's like the same mm -hmm. thing. And it's just like, well, I can shoot down that argument 
just as easy I can do this with this, you know, the yeah. Jewish people. Because women are dumber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> women are dumber. Jews love gold. Well, there is. I mean, there's a, there is definitely. <laughs> if you, but I mean, but like you know, going into history though, there is there is a precedent for why you know how Jews came into that and how it you know it led to to banking and all this. Stuff. I mean, there's there's a precedent historically to follow, and it's not like you know necessarily that. It, based upon greed or anything else, based upon you know market, based upon what other people didn't want to do for yeah. for careers, I thought was or they were actually they were actually forced into it by exactly the Pope, yeah. exactly right. The, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Other people basically wouldn't do it, or I mean, when you weren't have, allowed to when, do it, yeah. When, when you have a less, when you have a family name of Bankman, you know, that <laughs> <laughs> it comes from somewhere. You know, there's a history there. There's a like, so like, it reminds me of the movie. Um, uh, uh, devil in a blue dress or whatever i think it was like an old slapstick 80s comedy where like this kid's asking his teachers like what did, why do people have the name of or the teachers taught i don't know something like the teacher's telling like oh people used to name like the last name was cook because they used to be chefs and they you know baker because they were bakers and the kid raised his hand and he goes what about john hancock but i mean I think, though, that there is there are certain things where you're like, yeah, I mean, I, I wish my parents forced me into becoming a lawyer or a banker or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what or I mean? Like, because their parents forced me to or... <laughs> And then Doctor. like now, now Jared's Jared said like, now he, you're a podcaster. Yeah, yeah, Jared's the mm. Jared's the outcast of the family because now he's a podcaster. <laughs> do, do you think there's going to be a like, you know, Tim Pool have a kid, Dave Smith, you know, like. Yeah, and not, I'm not forcing my kid into podcasting. I'll tell you that much. But is, is there going to be a proud family tradition of podcasters Pod, now? Yeah. Like those piece of shits. Uh, who are those goddamn bastards that are on TV? Uh, they're so smug. It's like the Jake. big one of the biggest sportscasters and his son's now one. Oh, he Collins hates the worse. Eagles. Collins oh. was a douche. But there's yeah, another one, too. Oh, um, Joe Buck. Joe Buck, right? yes. Oh, yeah. really? My yeah, internet went that. out, and we were talking about the yeah. Jews, and then when I came back, we were talking about Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Now here's a guy, the greatest Jewish wide receiver the Bengals ever had. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you guys think about? I mean, what actually? Let me ask this: Do you think Kanye is going to be? Uh, do you think he's cancelable? Like, I don't think Dave Chappelle is cancelable because Dave Chappelle works in comedy. So he can say things and get away with it more easily because they're jokes. Whereas Kanye yeah. ain't making jokes, right? No. So I want to talk about that. Is he cancelable? Well, let, then- let me do a little side side tangent yeah, on please. that. Did, did, did you guys see Chappelle's uh, monologue on SNL like two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah it was that great. was also yeah. Jew heavy. It was yeah. it was very good the way he attacked it. Except he was very sympathetic to Ukraine, which I hated. Yeah, what, what he made oh, you, did he make you that. laugh? I talked about this with Lou Perez on the show that that aired Wednesday. Now to, it'll air tomorrow when we're recording, but Wednesday for the people listening. Um, yeah, we talked about that. But the thing was, he was very Ukraine sympathetic. But the joke he had about it, where he's like, "These Ukrainian motherfuckers were t- supposedly killing ten thousand Russians in the first week without any weapons." He's like, what are they doing? Home alone? They have home alone houses? <laughs> Russians dying from reaching in feeling hot yeah. doorknobs? I mean, it's fucking hilarious. And I don't agree with it, but it's fucking hilarious. Very That's funny. good comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. You, and you can see where people t- like the delivery of Dave Chappelle and the style and manners are so different than the the abrasive aggressiveness of Kanye. And it comes out like it's coming from a place of hatred 
where as you know dave Chappelle comes out of it it just comes out like he's just trying to be funny he's, he's a comedian yeah. he's telling jokes yeah. like yeah uh, you know, and he just looks like is he going on podcasts like and talking about how know? like jews are are holding him down no i mean right he's just <laughs> yeah. telling jokes right, right. That's where you know that is that's a funny a funny spin on it, uh, or an interesting spin on it. In that, you know, usually like I think it was uh, Lizzo that just was talking about how she's like, oh yeah, the white man's you know holding me back and holding me down. It's like you're, I think Lizzo got to be top three. <laughs> your top three pop stars right now, and also yeah, hard to hold you down, hard to stop you, hard to hold you up, and hard to hold you down. <laughs> But she's talking about the white man, and then you know Kanye's talking about the Jews. But of course, nobody can say, "Hey, don't, don't say that about the white guys." But can't say right. about the Jews, you know. Kind of interesting dual twist Kanye's put on it. He's getting the backlash he's getting on it. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's digging his own hole, and I, I think this is kind of you seeing it down spot. Like even where Tim Pool's trying to have him on have a conversation about it, even letting him bring like I don't know how, who reached out to who. I don't know if it was Milo or, or Kanye wanted Milo and Fuentes on with him or Tim. Want, I don't know how that worked out, but you could just see like, yeah, what a just, weird, like what a weird Cantwell group. on next. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> right. Kanye and Cantwell. I mean, I, I think Tim Paul is just looking for, you know, whatever's going to give him the most views. But, yeah. he, he is. Yeah. I, I agree. And I, I mean, I think honestly, this scenario maximize Tim Pool's views. I don't necessarily think it was Tim Pool's fault that Kanye walked off, but I mean, yeah. more people are going to tune in and watch it knowing that he walked off because they want to hear what happened than would have tuned in otherwise. So, I, I mean, I don't know if in the long run it's better for Tim Pool, but for that one episode, I mean, it's going to get more eyes on that episode. Probably, probably in the long run it is better for Tim Pool. But. Yeah, I mean, he certainly seemed to play that situation right if you're just considering general the way people generally feel, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't like you know cave in and like yeah you're right it's the Jews <laughs> like that would probably be bad for Tim Pool I think that would have been very that. bad. <laughs> but I, I would but I would ask like, but but you had him on ask open ended questions like well who are they Kanye just let him like let him go like that's the thing where it's like nobody gives like do you think Kanye gives a fuck about your opinion Tim Pool like that's the other thing too. Like just like Kanye, he, 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 he seems right? like he did. He seems yeah, like that's he did. the problem with Tim Pool. Tim Pool is not an interviewer. He's like he yeah. like when you go on his show, you have to like force yourself onto a show, even though you're yeah. sitting there. He doesn't like I interview. Know. He's just that's you know, my thing with Tim Pool. He interjects himself so much, and I I try to give him a chance, and it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You have so mm. many good guests on right now, and you just will not shut the fuck up, like. And and he'll go off on these tangents, or they don't even make. It's like, dude, just listen every now and then. That's the only thing. He's not a good interviewer, and he always in- yeah. interjects himself. And it's like, well, what the fuck do you think was going to happen? You're trying to like go toe to toe with Kanye. Like, come on, man. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. give a fuck about very true. you, Temple. He didn't care about you. That like, that's a good point. Kanye's not used to being talked over. Right. right. It just like, I mean, anybody if I try to talk over Kanye is probably going to like, Wait, wait, fine. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift. Fuck Taylor Swift. Yeah, fuck her too. That was a great meme today. It was a, someone superimposed uh, Tim Pool's face over <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's just Kanye saying, um, it's just him saying, you know, I'll, hold on, I'm going to let you finish. And it shows him walking <laughs> off the set. <laughs> That's, great. That's been great. Did you guys see my, uh, Malice is on Tim Pool tonight? Do you guys see this? Oh, no, I didn't. He's no, got I didn't. he's wearing he's wearing a uh like an Kanye armband mask. With, 
No, he's wearing an armband with the Star of David on it. Oh, typical Malice fashion. I would love. I would kill to see. Sounds like it should have been Kanye with Malice. Honestly, that would have been something I would have loved to have seen. Right. Talk about. I mean, Kanye would have walked out in the first second, probably, because Malice would have said something shitty and trolled him immediately. He'd be like, "Oh, you're a Jew. I'm leaving." Yeah. Right. Well, (laughs) but like at least if if Kanye ever ended up on Malice's show. Malice would have interviewed him. He would have yes. like if you. Yes, he actually yeah. interviews his guest, lets them right. talk. Like, I would just like to see Kanye on with like a rabbi. You know, <laughs> right there. <laughs> I mean, well, hook it up. They there. first hook they forced Kyrie to go. You know, to all these. Yeah, uh, they forced him into that to go to all the religious <laughs> leaders. And <laughs> next thing, Kanye's gonna be like, "I'm announcing. I'm making a a film. It's called uh, Hebrews to Negroes Two. And just <laughs> mic drop. Yep. Starring Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Which is but, fucking hilarious because, you, know, you know, it's just like he had to write what? He had to write like an eight page report, you know, double space. No, no double yeah, space. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Bibliography. He's like size 46 font. <laughs> I do not think the Jews are evil. I enjoy basketball. I am and there. There's an ice, very, and there's an very, ice wall. Very sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, let me shoot free throws. So, uh, by the way, the Valenciaga thing kind of got wrapped into this, right? Because I here's a question: Would Valenciaga, which I'd never heard of in my fucking life, by me the way, neither, apparently same here, right? Neither we're not done. fashion forward, guys. It's just really dumb, fucking looking clothes. I mean, that I guess we're also bit. not pedophiles. Yay! Yeah. Hey! And if I was Tim Pool, that's a question I'd pose to Kanye: like, what's the connections with Kim Kardashian and? Balenciaga yeah. and this whole. I mean, kid well, Kanye has direct connections with it too. Yeah, that too. Right? Well, have you seen this shit? Well, that's like Balenciaga. Would we have even known about the Balenciaga stuff without Kanye getting in trouble? And I don't think we would have. Like, let me right. show you this this fucking thread, man. How, I sent what's this. What's the connection? Uh, oh. well, but I mean, he was, I think he had part of a line. Well, Kim's very. He did. He had a line. Right? Yeah, he had a really? line with Balenciaga. Uh, well, he just yeah. settled his divorce with her today. Oh, oh! That's trying why to he had it. to leave the set. He had to go sign the papers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot about that. You're onto something. <laughs> oh, I gotta try to find this. Oh fuck! It's on Instagram. Well, anyway, this dude was dredging up. Like he's like, here's the thing with Balenciaga. Like, I don't, do you guys know all the shit? Like, it goes deeper a little bit than they basically Balenciaga. They have ugly clothes, but then people found they had these images, like recent images of kids, mm-hmm. and they're holding up these like S and M teddy bears with like you know w- empty wine glasses and bottles of booze around him very like pedophile yeah, centric right but then it goes a layer deeper in oh, that boy. there's there's books on the table and the books on the table have pictures oh, no. of kids in them like covered in blood if you actually know what the book is and like you know disturbing fuck up, fucked up sexual images and shit then there's the fashion show Balenciaga did where they're they had people you know like they're handling like baby dolls and giving gift bags away with blood covered toys. So yeah. it's like insanely fucking pedophile. Like, like let's murder kids. Let's beat kids type of shit. Like it's real fucked it's up. It's like, they want to make us sound so crazy for believing in adrenochrome conspiracy theories, but then they do shit like this. And you're just like, right. How, <laughs> how can we're I being, not? <laughs> we're being psyop from both, both ends. Like, yeah, I saw these pictures It's cringe. Yeah. yeah. These are the S and M, uh, oh, teddy bear horrible. pictures, but then there's like, you know, the alcohol stuff on the tables and all that shit. But yeah, like, why do you bring your kids into this? Shit? That's what I don't get. I, that's fine. 
fine. You're adult. Do what you want, man. I'm totally for it. Like I was talking about this last night, man. If you want to have a gender reassignment surgery, I'm all for it. If you're my yeah. friend, I'll donate to it. I don't care. But when yeah. you bring bring in kids, to this shit, I just why at the same time, I understand people's motivations. Like, why do you bring kids in this stuff? Yeah. I won't bring my kids to a burlesque show. I wouldn't do that, even if it's Dude. straight. I, I wouldn't do that. But why would people bring them into these 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 situations where it's like so overly sexualized? I, I just don't get it. It drives me, Dude, it drives I, me out the wall. Because they're trying. I think it's because they're trying to be like the cool parent. They think yeah. this is like the cool parent. Like cool. I'm exposing like, my no, kids to like unique and interesting things, but they're not like seeing it from the outside, which is like this is not appropriate. This but they've been yeah. drinking. It's crazy. It's crazy to think back. Like it wasn't that long ago. Gary Johnson running for president, uh, fiscally <laughs> responsible and socially, socially liberal. liberal. Yeah. Socially yeah. liberal back then was like, oh yeah, we should legalize weed. Now it's yeah. like, oh, we got to bring kids, five year olds to drag shows. <laughs> right. Like, that's how quickly that's... it's changed. It's insane. Like, do you that see is these? What the left libertarians want for our for the party, by the way. They yeah, want, yeah, that is exactly what they want. They want drag these, time story of show at every no. convention, right? Yeah, these people are fucking nuts. Like they're fucking nuts. Uh, but yeah, because I got into it with uh, my cousin, and he's in up in he's up in Vermont, and he used to be like mm. a cool leftist, but they've gone COVID and Trump has broken mm. these progressives' brains, and. I had a great time visiting him like years ago, but they are fucked. They, it's they're fucked up up there. Like I don't know what it is. But to Odie's point, this was yeah, like just a couple of years ago. Remember, it was when this drag street, like drag queen story hour, started in libraries, and I just made the comment, the comment like because a guy spoke out against it at a local meeting, and they were like, "This guy's a fucking th-, like just shouting him down." I'm like, "Look, uh, that's cool if you're trans or, or you want to go to like." library shows but do you think maybe this guy might be a little angry that his tax dollars are funding this shit right like is there is there a valid point here and they would have thought like i'm like the worst human being and i'm like i gotta mute all these comments because <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with these people like yeah. hey like do you see there might be a problem with this like people are funding shit that is just questionable at the very least yeah. and also like we're fucking our money's being stolen for this shit like yeah. and, it's, and it's not like it's up for you know people to vote on it or this here. It's just oh we're just gonna do it. You know we're just gonna yeah. do it. We're just gonna go ahead and and, for, and they're not making anybody go. That'll be the same. We're not making anybody go. Yeah, true, I suppose. But it becomes an issue, I think, when like you said, tax dollars are involved. And then on the next level, like when schools start doing stuff, like I had a big argument with a buddy of mine who's who works with a, in a private school, but about keeping kids in for like basically children that want to identify as a different gender keeping that from the parents, right? Keeping wow. that secret. Yeah, yeah. And to that's, me, I'm like, that's hmm. fucked up, man. Like you, I, I understand. Cause they're comparing it to like, Oh, kids that are, that are gay, that are worried about coming out. It's the same thing. I'm like, is it though? Because number one, you're talking about somebody that could now possibly adjust their hormonal state. There's people out oh. there that are willing to give hormones to kids without parental consent that are actively on Twitter and on Instagram saying, I I will help these people. Come get it. You yeah. They're starting states. like uh, underground networks underground, like to distribute these networks. drugs. Yeah, right. screwed up. So if that's, yeah, that's look, if there's up. underground networks set up just to get these kids on hormones and enable them to, to irrevocably change their makeup and they may regret this immensely for 12-year-olds, probably the parents should fucking know if the kid's thinking about it. Hey, but if you're 18, you could be sent to the front lines of Ukraine, but you got to wait till you're 21 to smoke cigarettes. But if you're 14 or 12, <laughs> you can change your gender. You could, yeah. you know, like, what the fuck? Like, how well, do the you... irony? Well, yeah. oh, sorry. Sorry. I was oh. just going to say, oh, just no. the, the, 
the irony yeah. of, is that if you if you're in the military and you want to change your gender, the taxpayer pays for it. So they right. should lower the age to fourteen, and then all these kids get to get free sex changes. Right. Send right. the kids. Send the children to the front lines of Ukraine. Okay. Like all. <laughs> get out no, there. Uh, so going back to we talking about the um, the library, whatever drag queen story time hour, whatever. Our friends in Delaware. Shout out to uh, Dave Casey, um, Dave vs Goliath. He's awesome. But um, they they actually approached a library which had the drag queen story hour oh yeah and they cool. said wow. we want to do a liberty uh yeah. liberty uh you know reading story hour, hour. kids yeah. and we were bring. i guess they offered to bring in their own books they were going to read to the kids they're going to have it a kids event and the library said no we're not we're not doing that we're yeah. not going to do that that's, that's thanks for your drag queen thing. did they say that no that's too dangerous you're going to harm the children with that they said <laughs> we're not interested right. in, we're not interested in doing that or something like that i was yeah. the response a, a, absurd. I meant to talk about that on the show. I'm glad you brought it up. I didn't realize it was Dave Casey from David, David Goliath. I don't know if it yeah. was Dave, but Dave was involved. He's just a Delaware guy. Yeah. So. The Delaware, yeah. the Delaware crew. They're they're oh, Delaware radical. Rocks. They're fucking <laughs> good people. Amy Lapore and Dylan. Yeah, Dylan, but that yeah. is that does expose like how that it's such a fucking sickness. That's right. too political. A liberty story. Yeah. That's that's too controversial. We're not interested in it. Why? It, you got books for it. There's a there's so many books that have a liberty centric theme to them that are not even overtly political. You could just read, I don't know, a, a, the history of the United States for you know whatever book you want to choose. Maybe uh, you know a, a Thaddeus Russell version. But point being, <laughs> there's nothing overtly political about it, and for them to reject that shows a deep fucking sickness. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's just it just shows that oh we only approve of this. It shows there's a fucking agenda. So the fact that if you question any of this, you're labeled oh you're a fucking bigot, you're a transphobe, you're this. And it's like no, I just to to Otto's point to everybody like no this this is a bridge too fucking far. Like, yeah. Let's what let's bring it back a little bit. But Otto's getting more eggnog, everybody. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. Odie, we didn't uh, ask. What, jealous what of drinking? the eggnog. Oh yeah. What are you drinking, up. Odie? Do you have a drink? Odie's on the road. I, I, yeah, I got I got water here. I just I had three beers down in the hotel bar. So did um, you bring uh did you bring any mouthwash? Why would I bring well, mouthwash? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's easy in a travel kit, but you could be sipping on that. Where <laughs> like a like a homeless. <laughs> what you got going on, Odie? Business or pleasure or vacation? What you got? Uh, business. I'm in I'm in Oregon. Oh, how's so, that? Out west. Mass land. It's it literally, literally, it's it's the worst weather. It makes Pittsburgh look pleasant. It has rained <laughs> the entire time that I've been here. There has not been one minute where it has not been raining. I've been here for two days. No wonder they're fucking miserable up there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why they have to make everybody else so miserable. Although Portland used to have, I think, the most strip clubs, maybe outside of Tampa, yeah. uh, in the U.S. The dream but of the nineties. I don't know. Well, Did don't the they have, burn all the strip clubs know. down? I don't know if they still have them, but didn't they originate like start those like uh, you know drive-through coffee places with uh, yeah. chicks in bikinis serving coffee? Yeah, they won their lawsuit. By the way, hmm. well, did, did they bikinis. unionize? Cool. Did the bikini? bikini <laughs> <unionize>? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> Put those companies right out of business immediately. Yeah. I, I, it's like talk about one way to get me on the opposite side of any issue is <laughs> unionizing. Like nope, hate it. Not I'm anti-sex work now. Fuck off. Don't need to deal with the union for this. Um, let's talk really quick about China right now. And 
China. China. I am looking at what's happening in China. Like, I kind of, I don't know about you guys, I kind of saw the writing on the wall that things are coming to a boiling point with China because you could see the regime getting more and more authoritarian because they're, you know, with their social, like social media uh, spying, with their social credit system and all this other bullshit, they know the sentiment of the populace, which is why they kept getting more and more crackdowns on them because they can feel like the population is getting discontented. And this latest thing, like riots like this just don't happen in China over this, like 10 people dying in a fire because they couldn't get to the fucking people because the COVID barriers. Mm. Do you think that shit's going to change in China? And should, and how are people not looking at China being like, well, we should, you know, there, but for the grace of God, go on. Uh, I don't know. Maybe people think it's like, for example, I was listening to No Agenda, and they were they were kind of coming at the perspective like, remember, a lot of people were falling for the people passing out three years ago in COVID. Like, mm. eh, it might be psyop. Like, this might be some mm. kind of op going on. And can we trust this? How many of these videos is all in fucking Mandarin? It's like, well, none of us, because we were talking about it yeah. last night, Otto mm-hmm. and uh, Jared. We were like, because we were like, this was all coming out. We we're like, I don't know yet. You know, it's just like the shit coming out of Ukraine. It's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, what is real? What is? Well, it's hard to tell because, the, you know, there's no way you can get like an independent reporter into China. Right. Like you can't yeah. send, you know, um, what's that fucking um, news to share? You can't send that guy up in, in into like uh, Beijing oh, and guy. see like what's going on. Um, But I don't know. I, I, I would like to think it's real. I would like to think that people are rioting and fighting back. It's. It's going to be tough, though, because it's just such a strong dictatorship that's been there, whatever you want to call it. But it's basically a dictatorship. Yeah, I mean, oligarchy, oligarchic ship. I mean, Canada has basically become China. And at least they had like rebel news. They had like rebel news that showed all the base truckers out there protesting and And we're getting good information. You know, China, you could still do blackface. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, look at LeBron James. But anyways, but uh, he's China's bitch. But uh, he is. But um, yeah, I don't know. But because you see these videos, I mean, we we posted a video last night of them welding the fucking door shut of an apartment complex. Wow. Like that's that's insane. But you wonder, like, is this an op? Is this just government propaganda? For yeah. that's a really good point. Like, like you know thinking back to the beginning of COVID, what we were seeing over there, like they were like spraying the streets down with some sort <laughs> yeah. of like fog. Like what, what the hell? And we're like, that? what the fuck are they spraying? Like what I, is I killing the COVID? I saw a video of them supposedly drone spraying shit. Uh, yeah, all over the that streets. was wild. Yeah. Yeah. They got drones out here, like spraying. <laughs> what, what are you spraying? You, know, you just don't I, know what to believe. And I, I, I don't <laughs> need these videos to prove to me Fluoride. how authoritarian China is. We just know over the course of the years, they've just they have been leading the charge on this social credit score thing, this totalitarianism through and through where like I, I these videos that come out that just want to pluck on your heartstrings like you can like it just it's i don't know i find it a little convenient how these videos can just make it straight to the internet but everything else mm-hmm. is so hard to right. get out yeah of that's there. a good point yeah man. that too yeah and, I, and it's not about like carrying water for any of these these people because like fuck them fuck china fuck Pooh bear like fuck all this shit i don't care like it, it means nothing to me but at the same time though i don't want to be doing the cia's bidding by going like oh wow yeah let's focus on china because like we were talking about this too like 
I feel like the MAGA movement has been completely co-opted by neocons that are now yeah. like, okay, our job is to focus on China. Boom. So let's yeah. say, so let's tell them, oh, we need to get out of Ukraine and stop getting involved with Russia because our real enemy is China. Like oh, that's, they even that's said it. Directly. Here's yeah, a, they say it all the time. Yeah, they, where where, where, where is it? this leading? Yeah, where's this all leading? I mean, is this you know kind of getting us ready, getting getting all the the uh, the blue checks ready to change their Ukrainian flags to <laughs> the Chinese to, flags? Well, it would be the best or... thing for China. Think about it. What would be the most beneficial thing? This is what I'm worried yeah. about. What would be the most beneficial thing yeah. for China if it, if this is legit? If they're having actual riots and and people are pushed back? Oh, a war. That'd be the best thing. Tell you when China right. is going to invade Taiwan, right as their population decides it's going to start revolting. They go. Remember Guess what? Hot. We're going to war. Yeah. Remember hot. Remember the archers in Hong Kong, and remember like all the fucking wild ass protests in Hong yeah. Kong. Oh, yeah. And then, and then guess what happened? Some like bat okay. soup coronavirus yeah. emanated from China. And then guess what? Yep. The Hong Kong protests just kind of came to a kind of came to an end. See? Yep. So interesting you know, how that happened, right? So yeah, and so stay strapped, get clapped, and be ready to boogaloo. So yeah, <laughs> fucking hey, man, that's great right? advice. By the way, how late do you guys want to go? I know it's it's late there, so I'm good. I took, I'm, I took a power nap, roll. so yeah. All right, because what I'm thinking is to wrap wrap this in, in ten, in like an hour, and then do like a little fifteen minute bonus segment if that's, that's cool, cool with you. Hell yeah, Patreon. Yeah. Sure. All right, Odie's like Odie's the guy that should be like, yeah, and he's like, fuck, man, I'm gonna do that. It works, man. I mean, I'm still <laughs> yeah. on East Coast time, even though I'm on the West Coast. It's like yeah, I'm no. not here no, long enough true. to switch time zones. That's Dude, true. I want what I, yeah, I, I wake up at like from... 5 a.m. here. Like, what the fuck am I gonna do? What am I gonna do for three hours before I go to work? So <laughs> a lot of masturbating. It's an unbelievable amount. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> a lot of hotel we should talk about all this at the after hours for your patrons. <laughs> well, I do have a I have a in defense of China. Let me share this video. Oh, in defense of China. In defense of China. Look at oh, this thing. Yo, look at this guy. Look at these drones. Look at this drone. Yeah, a thousand drones making a dragon. Yeah, that was wow. pretty rad. I should have posted that. That's fucking I don't understand how that even happens. On I have like it doesn't even make sense to me. So that, that's, that's all crazy. individual drones that are yeah, yeah LEDs they're, on them. They're simple. Do that with, they're they're simple just, machines, man. So yeah. it's all just it's just programming to go yeah, to a certain point and at software. certain times coordinate. But we yeah, can't but get back that. to the moon. You're telling me we can do that? There is no moon. Dude, dude, let's talk. Let's talk moon landing. Moon. Let's talk moon landing. The, that's actually Patreon. a ship for the rest. Well, well, isn't, isn't there a mission right now where there's like a uh, unmanned yes, spacecraft yes. going to the moon, and so, they just posted a picture of the spacecraft? It looks fake as fuck. And then Earth made it. Who who took the picture? Where you can see the spacecraft and you can see the moon and you can see Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? It was yeah. Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> it's like his. It's they dug in his vault and they're like, "Hey, look what we found like 30 years ago. See if this works." It is Fuck, fucking. Right I don't. It think is it's fucking real, dude. You saw. I was just before I came on. I was looking at these videos. You can tell Alex is our resident conspiracy theorist, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, yeah, we get well, we can do a secrets, lies, and cover-ups for the bonus show. <laughs> well, all right. So the whole thing is like the whole thing. It's such a production. It seems like such an operation. I was watching the whole launch of this Artemis, and it's been it's been delayed multiple times. And then hold finally, on, no, I'm saying I decided we're saving it for the bonus show. We're doing a secret. We're doing a conspiracy. A conspiracy bonus show. No, because we have a whole intro. It's great. 
I watch videos on it, and I'm like, I got so yeah. Oh, let's, well, let's discuss. We'll talk about this yeah. on the bonus show, because right, I want to talk mostly because I want to talk about one more thing on this show before we talk about that on the bonus show. Have you guys seen the a story that broke today? So fucking funny, man! Uh, about Joe Biden, Joe Biden's non-binary head of nuclear waste who oh got arrested, God. felony arrested for stealing luggage worth like a couple thousand dollars from the airport and let me show a picture of this guy jesus fucking christ <laughs> this bald guy? Yeah, oh my fuck? god this bald motherfucker he got oh my he got god this wow. fucking guy two thousand dollars worth of luggage at the airport this guy wait who, who is this guy who is wait, this? from like sharper image or whatever like he the, yeah like one of those like luggage stores? he's the chair of like the nuclear regulatory committee i thought something? i recognized Sam Sam Brinton, uh, the first gender fluid person in the federal government. And, and he got arrested he, uh, for what? He got arrested for stealing $2,000 worth of luggage from <laughs> the, the airport. Uh, what? He, uh, wait, yes. and look, he took, he didn't, it wasn't like he took it from a store. Police used video surveillance to catch Brinton taking a woman's hard-sided Vera Bradley roller suitcase from the baggage claim. He just took it and he, did, he took this bitch's shit. He didn't even wow, steal it. Oh, it wasn't even a store. store. <laughs> like a man. No. Wow. Steal it like a man. Yes. Rob, fuck, fuck over the corporations, dude. Don't fuck over some lady. I guess the nuclear wow. kickbacks aren't that strong these days, huh? Hmm. The nuclear fallout. Not as good as they used to be. Yeah. Again, when you when you hire people for check marks, just to you know, check boxes or whatever, this is what you get. You reap what you yeah. sow. Just because yeah. this person had mildly knows something about about nuclear nuclear, waste. Energy, nuclear whatever <laughs> doesn't does it not mean they are fit as a human being clearly yeah i mean look at the Waterhead picture looking weirdo like I, i'm uh, sorry do you see how much pharmaceuticals are probably churning through that individual <laughs> like what the fuck, fuck? all the pfizer picture. shots and uh you know moderna shots uh, yeah i mean yeah. this dude Accident. you know you know they've got their flu stick. Yeah, this is oh, like the God. Look at this fucking diversity <laughs> no, hire. Look on, look on grocery picks gone wild though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so awful. Where's your ad block, bro? <laughs> <I can't>. <laughs> <laughs> it knows what I want to see. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, I just thought that was so funny, man. So fucking funny. All right, guys. What any any last thoughts, topics you want to get into? We got you know five more minutes, and then we'll wrap this show up. So I know you said you have nothing to talk about, which is fine. <laughs> no, we should have. If we probably should have, um, you know, brought some more material for the show. But nah. why well, do that? Because we don't Fuck even do that. that for our show. So why would we do well, it for yours? <laughs> well, this this show is going to air on the uh, the first. I think the first of December or the second of December. Hmm. So you're drinking eggnog, Otto. Let's go I around. Know, I want to know, Otto. What, what do you favorite? What do you put in your eggnog? Okay. How do you make your this eggnog? Is, this is just straight up from the bottle, Evan Williams eggnog. Okay. Usually, my brother and my wife they make a good eggnog. They put the nutmeg, and then he put like the rim of cinnamon sugar. Mm. Like the whole mm. got to have the nutmeg. Yes, I don't the like nutmeg. the nutmeg. It makes me cough. Drink it, gets lodged in my throat. I like it smooth. Well, this this hits the spot. Well, so just you got a weak the throat. Bottle. Yeah, <laughs> gotta work on that. I take pride. Honestly, I take pride in that. I don't. I don't work for the Biden administration. I don't steal any luggage. So <laughs> you're doing. You're doing all right then. All right. Favorite Christmas song and favorite Christmas movie. That's what we're gonna do to end the show to kick off uh, the holiday season. Odie, go first. I'll yell your name out. So think about it. Well, I mean, Christmas song is the first one that pops in my head, which a lot of people hate. 
But I first I didn't hear it until I was in college. And it's got to be Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey because it is. <laughs> that is the most ridiculous song ever. Oh, yeah. Dominic the Christmas donkey. Okay, good. Now, Christmas movie, Odie. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I, I, probably Home Alone. It's, I mean, it's, it's iconic. Right. I mean, it's, yeah, that's, you, a, you can that's watch it over one. and over again. It's still entertaining. So I'll, I'll go right. with Home Alone. Alex, you're weighing in. What's, what's your favorite Christmas song, favorite Christmas movie? Uh, I'd go with Meli Kaliki Maka. You know, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a, a wise way. Yeah. It's, it's a say, yeah. Hell yeah. It's a jam. <laughs> um, but Christmas movie, I mean, I guess go back to the Christmas story because it's just timeless and it just brings like, you get all the old folks like, oh, I remember that, you know, like, so yeah. it's a good throwback. So nice. Jared, what about you, babe? Um, dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> nice. Song. Nice. Yes. He's that makes show. sense. Um, <laughs> yes. He's one of them. Uh, I was yeah, going to say they. that. He is they. He is they. Jared, who day? Who day? Jared, I was. I was going to say Die Hard just to piss Otto off. Oh, but God, you fucking my, NPC. I swear. My real, answer, my real answer is Bad Santa. Oh, Bad nice. Santa. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I haven't seen that in so long. Dude, I'm going to watch so that good. soon. It's so fucking it, good. It, it is very funny. When he's banging her in the ass, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, by the way, two, my two Jewish friends, uh, and also my Baltimore buddy, they – except I have two. Um they are the that's biggest tunes enough. <laughs> two of them. They that was a little bread the street for me. They are more passionate about watching Christmas movies than my wife and I are. And I am passionate about watching Christmas movies. They started, they've already started. They've already watched eight. Eight wow. Christmas movies. Same we're here. going over to their house for Hanukkah to like do a like gift thing, but they're like yeah. all in on the Christmas movies. <laughs> all about oh, it. Brian, I mean you're and you're, they come to our house on Christmas. <laughs> You, you're you're an atheist. I mean, not to out you, but I mean, think you're already out there, and you you love Christmas more than anyone I know. So it's not I, like it's the be- yeah. I, I'm I'm more agnostic uh, at this point, but I think Christmas period. is the best time yeah, of year I'm the, I'm the by one. far. Everything about it: giving, uh, <laughs> celebrating friends, celebrating. Uh, feeling Christmas good. is not a religious holiday. It, I agree. You know, it's, I com- it's, it's a I secular holiday. It is. You know, putting up the lights, man. You, you I do it not for, to. For God, I do it yeah. because I want the neighborhood to feel good. I want my kids to go home and see the lights and be like, oh, good God, it looks so great. Christmas is wonderful. It makes you feel good. Yeah. All right, Otto, favorite Christmas song, favorite Christmas movie? So this is probably a great question for me because I think about this stuff all the time because I, I, I struggle <laughs> with year round. the top list. Yeah, I struggle <laughs> with this shit. And uh, not to bring everything down, but like my dad died a few days before Christmas last year, so I had to like stop oh. listening to anything Christmas music because I didn't want it to be like, Mess with that memory yeah. and stuff like that. So Duh, to, like, to, to, to like associate the two yeah, together. Yeah, I do that all the time. So I want to make sure I didn't. So this year I kind of got into it a little bit early. And um, I love Last Christmas, the song Last Christmas. I love all the versions of it. There's, if you go on mm-hmm. YouTube right now, you can find um, there's like five different metal versions of the song, which are incredible <laughs> by the these European people. It's just incredible. I'm telling you. You don't believe me, but do it. But Last there's a song Christmas. though. Ju- Oh yeah! Oh yeah! It's awesome. The but, you know, it's some like, really good stuff. I'm, I'm I murdered anyone, my cat. Even, even if you don't like metal, even if you guys don't like metal, I'm telling you, you would like this shit. But anyway, but there's another song though. I've just been listening to. I can't get it. I can't get it out of my head. The past like week and a half, I've done nothing but listen to it. And it's our buddy Nick Pacone recorded this song called 
bribing Santa, and it's about Christmas cookies he leaves for Santa. No it's shit. just the most Christmas oh, nice. song ever. It's like oh, a awesome. rockabilly style. I, it's just perfect. It's a perfect Christmas song. I gotta hear love it. Nick. Nick did uh, the ballad of Do Nothing Man. Yes, I love. Yes, I love Nick. And so, ever go check out Nick Bacone. And yeah, also, sure. there's a version of um, "Someday at Christmas," which is with uh, he sings. It's a modern version of it. It was recorded like in 2015. Stevie Wonder and Doris. I forget her last name. It was actually Doris played Day? as. I don't know. It 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 was a commercial that originally, but it has an actual song to it, and it was just a beautiful version of the song. It's one of my favorites, but. Um, uh, you check that out too. It's on. And what's YouTube the movie? Well. Only one. Uh, the movie, the only <laughs> yeah. one. See, I don't. I'm terrible at top lists, so this is why I think about it a lot. I don't know. I I, I guess as, as of recently, dude, I don't. I don't have one. I really don't just have pick one a the movie. Auto. I would say the show. At, well, so we watched uh, me and my kids. We just got done muted. Wow. <laughs> wow. Got him. Got the Howie treatment. Oh, okay. Jesus. Oh. All right. I'm sorry. I ramble. I'm rambling. I had too much eggnog. I'm very warm. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. We watched we watched a Christmas story and we watched a Christmas story Christmas. And I literally right before we came on here, there is an there is an actual Christmas story two. It's an actually authenticated sequel to a Christmas story. And it came out in twenty twelve and it's pretty awful. I've been, I was just watching that before, but I love all Christmas movies. Excellent. Maybe Jingle All the Way. I'd say let's say I'll say Jingle All the Way. All right, I like it. Somebody's mic's buzzing. Fix that before the bonus show. But we will do a bonus show for those of you that are in the Lions Liberty Pride. Patreon.com forward slash Lions Liberty. Fifteen percent off a, a, a annual subscription right now. By the way, or Lions of Liberty locals. Join us. We're going to uh, stop this feed. We're going to start a new feed. My, by the way, to wrap it up, my favorite Christmas song, Marshmallow World. It's Marshmallow World. Marshmallow World. So good. So good. And my favorite Christmas movie, you guys have already named Christmas Story. That was the one. But I will say as a uh, as a runner up, my favorite Christmas movie is probably shit. What makes me uh, what makes me tear up the most? Is the question. <laughs> I, uh, I'd say National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's probably that's a solid. Time. Yeah, that's a great uh, one. So good. Oh, fuck yeah. It's, it's so good. I watch it four times. All right, guys. Also, wait, tell me, also tell everybody. Crabs for Christmas. That's a good song. Crabs for crabs. Christmas. It's a Baltimore song. Check it out. It's just so stupid. Crabs, crabs for Christmas. Crabs for Christmas. All right, guys. Tell everybody where to find you. And uh, what I'll do, I'll I'll end the show. I'll email you all a your Twitter you a, a new link. Uh-oh. So uh, where can everybody find you guys? Well, before everyone else gets booted off of here. Um, <laughs> where did everybody go? So you can find us uh, at Punk Rock Liberty is our Twitter. Um, we also have we, I just launched a new website. Um, it's punkrocklibertarians.com. It's got our podcast on it. You can find our podcast on like, you know, every podcast app. YouTube. It's got every podcast we've ever had. All, we were up to like four, 422 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all on the website. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. There you go. I highly recommend it, guys. These guys are fantastic. Also, you have a great, really good Facebook group. So I recommend yeah. joining the Facebook group. A lot of fun Thanks, in there. Okay. All right. That's it. So for Otto, for Jared, for Alex, who's left us, for Odie, who's also left us, and for me, Brian McWilliams, I want to thank you guys for joining us on this Libertarians and Living Rooms Drinking Liquor Special Friday episode. Uh, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a Happy Thanksgiving for those of you who don't celebrate either one of those. And uh, gentlemen, I'll see you on the bonus show. Uh, bye-bye.